All right, everybody, it is the Filibuster Freestyle presents the last 10 minutes of a great game podcast from filibusterfreestyle.com. Can a nil-nil game in the English Premier League be a great game? We're about to find out. We are in the 79th, wait, the 80th minute of the Brighton Hove Albion versus Burnley game on a lovely Friday afternoon. I'm actually here in Boston. It's November. Somehow it's 70 plus degrees out, even though a week ago it was snowing and like 20 degrees out, 25, 30 degrees out, whatever. Anyway, 0-0, two teams that are in respectively, I think, 16th and 19th place out of 20 in the early going of the Premier League season. Brighton Ho is hosting. No fans are in the stands, obviously. Hashtag COVID-19. But anyway, for games that are 0-0, nil-nil, this one's been back and forth a lot of action this is not two teams playing not to lose this is not two teams playing for the draw I think both teams would absolutely love the three points here but right now we got nothing to show for it so we're gonna hit the theme song we're gonna keep recording maybe we'll get a late goal which will make this podcast 100% worth it maybe we'll never see the light of day and maybe just maybe It'll be somewhere in between, and we'll get to post it anyway. Regardless, subscribe to the pod, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you get your podcasts, plus filibusterfreestyle.com, and on social media, at filibusterfreestyle for Instagram and Twitter. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Also, for those of you who listen to the pod, I'm going to do this for like one, not even a minute. We've done some political stuff in our time on the filibuster freestyle main feed. We've done some political stuff. All I know is when we finally have some type of finality, final finality, if you will, fake band name of the week, to the 2020 presidential election, we will have somebody on to talk about it. So just keep, just keep an eye on, on that in your feed. But for you, soccer slash football slash football slash foosball, I think I just said it in like four languages, at least four different dialects, now I'm making things up. Bottom line... Ooh, sorry, we just had a little distraction there because Brighton Hove working real hard to get that goal against Burnley here in the 82nd minute. Anyway, I'm having a lot of fun. My bad. Here we go. All right, so I had to press stop there for a second and regroup. I was getting a little over my skis, which is actually hard to do in the filibuster freestyle because literally there are no rules. But it is the last 10 minutes of a great game podcast. we got to stick to the football. Um, what I meant was, you know, it's soccer here in the United States, right? Football in England. It's football. Uh... Spanish-speaking nations, and of course, foosball, and I might be screwing it up, but I believe that is the way they kind of pronounce it, or they do pronounce it in actuality, in German. So when I said four languages, clearly soccer and football are both in the English language, but I was talking about American versus British. Got it? Good. 84th minute on the counterattack. Burnley, they do not have numbers. It was a two-on-one plus the goalie, and Brighton Hove makes the save. I mean, I'd say both teams are selling out very hard to get this potentially one and only necessary goal to win this game and grab all three points. But we're just not, you know, we haven't gotten there. I think both teams are also packing it in. So it's this weird thing where, you know, 
I said it already. Both teams have not been playing to lose. They just may not be skilled enough to win when they're both playing as hard as they can defensively. Think about those World Cup games you watch where so many of them are just decided 1-0 unless there's a penalty or a red card or something like that. At that World Cup level, unless you're one of the elite, elite teams, you don't usually have a world-class striker. You've got a really good striker for someone who lives in your country. Well, teams at the bottom of the British football league, the English football league, I should say, excuse me, the, the Premier League, yeah, I mean, some of them have really good strikers, but usually they don't. Like, for instance, Southampton, who's up next playing Newcastle, Southampton's been, been really rising from a bottom-tier to mid-tier team to a mid-to-higher-tier team because they've got a world-class striker in Danny Ings. There is not a Danny Ings on Burnley. There's not a Danny Ings on Brighton Hove. In fact, Brighton Hove's got Danny Welbeck, who's another Danny. And for those of you who are Manchester United supporters or Arsenal supporters, you know you love Danny Welbeck and you, Welbeck and you know you love him if you're a British football fan, English football fan, excuse me, for the national team. I keep saying it's British, but in the case of soccer, it's English. Bottom line is Danny Welbeck ain't no Danny Ings in terms of scoring goals in the Premier League. And so, like I said, both these teams don't have a Danny Ings. And they're, that's why they are mid-table at best, usually fighting for their lives bottom of the table. And that's where we are here in the 86th minute. I, I'm saying this is going to be now a nil-nil game. I don't think we're going to get that, that counterattack or penalty goal we need. And I think, unless it's a set piece or a broken play, if you will, on a counterattack or a really bad penalty, this might go down as one of the uh, more exciting 0-0 and therefore not exciting Last 10 minutes of a great game of all time. By the way, Mike Dean is the referee. And for those of you who are Premier League fans, you know Mike Dean tends to make controversial calls that do award penalties. So the fact that this game is 0-0, though tightly contested, and that it's still 11 v. 11, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. By the way, these two teams are obscure enough, especially for our our American listeners, excuse me, that uh, we might do a little uh, crash course in history, which is one of the things we do sometimes. On this last 10 minutes of a great game podcast, we give you a little bit about each team because not everybody follows these teams as deeply as like maybe a Liverpool or a Man United where they might know the background and profile of a club. So we'll, we'll probably get into that, especially if we don't get a goal. Might as well give you a little free history while we're at it. All right, Brighton and Hove deep in the ball. That's a bad cross. This is exactly a microcosm of what I've been watching. Brighton and Hove had a nice play. They got the ball deep in the left corner. Bottom of your screen, if you're watching the game. My man was trying to make a cross just to get something on in the box. Maybe get a corner, maybe get a deflection, maybe get something. Instead, he just sailed it over everybody and out of bounds. And that's what I'm talking about. You're lacking that world-class class, uh, world-class crossing ability and or world-class finishing ability that in the Premier League, you know, you'd be 1-0, 2-0 right now or up 2-1 right now, something like that. Instead, we're dawdling on this nil-nil scoreline. 90th minute free kick coming for Burnley just inside of midfield heading towards the Brighton Hove goal. We'll see. We're live from the MX Stadium in beautiful Brighton. Ball is uh, chipped all the way into the box, which would have been nice, but it went right to a Brighton dude. And he kicks it, and now the ball's head. Ooh! That's your foul! Wait a second. Wow, Mike Dean did not call a foul. And that's the beauty of Mike Dean. He calls fouls when there's not one, doesn't call fouls when there is one, but there was a breakaway that was about to happen on the right, on the left side. And once again, bottom of your screen, uh, a defender tripped, and he inadvertently took out number seven, whose name I don't have in front of me right now. But, you know, it probably was inadvertent, but he still basically 
and deliberately or you know, obstructed. He obstructed the path of the guy who was going to streak towards the goal, maybe score. Okay, Burnley with the ball in the box. Jostling. Goal kick or corner kick? Big moment here. Will be another goal kick. Plus three minutes of stoppage time. We are in the 91st minute. Again, we had two almost chances. I'll be very interested to see how many shots were on goal at all in this game, let alone on target. I'm guessing those numbers are going to be super low. Take the under. Here comes the goal kick. Like I said, end of the 91st minute. Ball coming out to midfield. Back into possession. We're doing the old end of the game volleyball action with our heads. Header fest. That's not going to do diddly diddly. Try not to swear here. I don't know why I keep being in the precipice of cursing. Okay. Brighton chipping the ball in the box. Headed by a Burnley defender. Again, we're just, there's just no bang-bang plays. That everybody's one pass away from this golden goal. One pass away. Burnley streaking down the sideline. They do not have numbers. And again, one pass away. Intercepted by the defense. Brighton going the other way. This seems like it's going to be a comedy of errors and non-action, unfortunately. And I'm trying to lament it and lay it on pretty thick in case I'm wrong. Because then the excitement, you know, goes up a little bit. But, um... Honestly, I'm also not kidding myself. I'm being pretty serious that I don't think we're going to get any action. All right, Brighton with the ball coming down towards the 18-yard box of Burnley. Burnley has the bus parts trying to keep it, keep the ball out of the net, obviously. That's the point of the whole game besides putting the ball in the net. Cross, ooh, right to the goaltender. Saved again by the Burnley goaltender. So, yeah, 93rd minute. We are getting down towards the end. Pope with the save. He is the Burnley goaltender. The keeper, if you will. And um, he's looking to kick that ball up in the air. He's not in a rush at this moment. He wants to make sure that if the ball does end up in the back of someone's net, it won't be his. Pooch kick, if you will. Really short punt to midfield. Burnley, Brighton. Ooh, Brighton might have one more shot at this. They do have the ball. They're heading down the field. 93rd minute. Cross into the box. Pope makes another save. Nada. All right, that's the game. 0 0 it was. We didn't get any of that drama. If you hear this, it means the game coming directly after this, which is the Newcastle Southampton game, isn't that good either. So Brighton gets a point. They now have six on the year in seven matches in 16th place. Burnley gets a point. They now have two points on the year in seven matches. So Burnley has lifted themselves off the bottom of the table there. It's now second to last. A win for either of those two teams would have really either taken Burnley into a position of safety. And again, we're super early here. Brighton could have moved really strongly in the mid-table. Neither thing happens, so that's it. Also, I wasn't trying to kill Danny Welbeck earlier. Just compared to Danny Ings, he is not a prolific goal scorer. But Danny Welbeck's had a lot of great moments. So, again, as a guy who likes Arsenal, as a guy who remembers him from both Arsenal and Man U and the English football national team, Danny Welbeck's great. You know, he just, again, I, just, I wasn't trying to kill him. I was just saying he's not and he ain't. Danny Ings when it comes to finishing. For some reason, I just feel like I kind of crushed the guy, and I didn't really mean to. So I know we focused in the last 10 minutes of a great game here on this podcast, but apparently the best two chances in the entire match for each team, best two chances were in the first four minutes of the game. So it's like the first four minutes of an exciting game. Five corners to three. Um, Brighton dominated possession. They also had twice as many fouls. Um, Brighton definitely played, quote, better, possessed the ball more, controlled the game more. Doesn't really matter. 
So again, we'll see if this one sees the light of day because honestly, if Southampton Newcastle uh, is a fireworks show, which it has the ability to be, then we'll probably be doing the last 10 minutes of a great game on that one instead. All right, but you said you wanted the history, or I said maybe you did. So stick around if you want it. Burnley Football Club, founded 18th of May, 1882, one of the first to become professional in all of England in 1883 and put pressure on the football association to permit payments to players. So they were in on this thing from day one. Entered the FA Cup for the first time in 1885-86, one of the 12 founder members of the Football League in 1888-89. They currently compete in the top flight, but you already knew that. Play at Turf Moor, which is just under 22,000 seats. See if I can get to the honors real quick. Lee, here we go. Honors and achievements. One of only five teams who have won all four professional divisions of England, along with Wolverhampton Wanderers, Preston North End, Sheffield United, and Portsmouth. And their honors include, they won the first tier, the Premier League, if you will, the predecessor to that, in 1921, 1960, came in second place twice in 1920, and in 1962. So when they've been good, they've been good in two-year increments. When I, or should I say they've been great. Second division winners, 98, 1898, that is, <laughs> whoa, 1973-2016. They were promoted 1913-1947-2014. They won the playoffs in 09. Third division winners in 1982. Playoff winners in 94. Won the fourth division in 1992. FA Cup. They won that thing back in 1914. Runners up twice, but not, to, not since 1962. Um, bunch of other stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, that's their history. Very brief version of it. Let's go to Brighton and Hove. Okay, Brighton and Hove, Albion Football Club. Simply referred to as Brighton. Professional team based in the city of Brighton and Hove. So they're not like two different towns called Brighton and Hove, Albion. The town is called Brighton and Hove. So there you go. Home stadium, 30,000, almost 31,000 seats. Nickname are the Seagulls or just Albion. Founded in 1901, 119 years ago. Last year, 15th place. Let's see. Give me some honors real quick here. Rivalries, first of all. Crystal Palace. They've got a rivalry with them despite being about 40 miles away from each other. Uh, they got a little bit of a rivalry. By a little bit, I mean a lot, probably. I'm not going to tell you what it was all about. The league. They've won the... Uh, they've not won. They were runners-up in the second division two times. 1979-2017. They won the third division three times. 58-02-2011. Fourth division? Yep. A couple times. 65 and 01. FA Cup runners-up. 1983. FA Charity Shield winners in 1910. So, you know, I would say actually Burnley, relatively speaking, a lot more tradition of success than Brighton. Not saying a ton. Kind of like saying a 0-0 game, a nil-nil game, was a great game in the last 10 minutes. It was fine. It was nice. We got a pot out of it. But would I rather watch Shakhtar Donetsk in a dramatic game against Real Madrid in the Champions League? Well, yeah, we all would. Anyway, Filibuster Freestyle presents the last 10 minutes of a great game. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate it. It helps people find the show. All right, hold the phone. I'm going to give you guys and myself a chance at some type of action. We've got the Severnside Derby. That's a mouthful. Between Bristol City, they're visiting 
Cardiff City, just across the Severn Side River, I believe. One is in Wales, that's Cardiff, of course, and then uh, Bristol City is in England. They're both in the second division of English football, the championship. We're in the 94th minute. It is 1-0. However, Cardiff has been knocking on the door of trying to tie this game up. And the, the only goal, I was going to say the first goal, the first and only goal thus far, was scored in the second minute. So 92 minutes ago, here in the 94th, now 95th minute. I'm just taking a chance. Give me a gosh darn goal. Somebody, please, somebody. Because honestly, if Bristol gets the win here, they go into second place in the championship, which, again, early days, but I don't know that they've ever, and if, it's, if it is ever, it's been a very long time, I'll have to research it, been, the, been in the Premier League, well, the first division of English football. They've never been in the Premier League, but have they ever been in the first division? We can find out. So again, second place in friggin' November doesn't matter, but huge for them, especially in a rivalry game against Cardiff, who's... You know, not too far away from their own trip back to the Premier League uh, at the end of the restart last summer. So anyway, I think we're going to get a corner kick here for Cardiff in the 95th minute. One last chance to tie this thing up. What the heck? Let's prolong this podcast a little longer in hopes we get some kind of action. Even the Bristol City, sorry, the Cardiff City goalie is in the box down the way other end looking to be 11 v 11 here. Pulling the goalie, hockey style. Can we get something on it here? Can we get a golden goal to tie this thing up? 96 minute now. Ball's in the air. Well struck. Header. Not going to do it. And that is going to do it. 1-0 it stands. Bristol City wins the Severn Star Derby. Moving into second place in the championship. This, this podcast was not meant to get a late goal. Thanks for sticking around.